Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa alihi wa sahbihi wa jama'in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are we doing today, brothers? <laughs> Did you just yawn or something? Why are your eyes watering? <laughs> I was hiccuping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, what's going on, man? Uh, so what are we talking about today, Osman? Yeah, we're talking about pleasing, pleasing those who are not in the fold of Islam, pleasing those and who oppress us, pleasing those, like appeasing the, well, to put it in simple terms, appeasing the kuffar. Um, yeah, pleasing, appeasing the kuffar, uh, imitating the kuffar. Like imitating them, why to try in an attempt to become one of them or imita- uh, imitating them or trying to please them in an attempt to get them to join us. Like our religion is our religion. And what yeah. we take from this is that we're here to please the creator, not the creation. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what, your friend John might think of you. It's 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 what, what Allah thinks of you. It doesn't matter what Ahmed has to say about you. It's what Allah has to say about yeah. you. So you know, we we as people, we we're not we're not perfect. We understand that, but Islam is perfect. Mm-hmm. So you might have Muslim friends. They might be doing things that are wrong, but that doesn't necessarily make it right. And it's like you can't taste the sweetness of faith unless you detach yourself from the dunya and trying to please others rather than just mm-hmm. please the Creator. And in pleasing the Creator, others will be pleased with you. And this goes hand in hand, hand in hand. You want to love the people, but you discard the love of the Creator. Of course. Like, Imagine if you had the love of the creator, the people will love you as well. Why? Because everything within you is genuine and sincere. You're not doing it for anyone else's sake. You're doing it for the ever living sake. Yeah. Because Allah is always there. So you're you're genuine. Your your sincereness will always be there from from the day you're born to the day you die. Mm -hmm. That's really that's really deep. Like it's insightful. Because yeah, it's insightful. Because when you think about this, like when you're only trying to please Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, you know, like whatever anybody else thinks won't matter. So then that commands respect. That, you know, like, re- regardless of what they think of you, it's like, yo, I got to respect this person because, you know, they're true to who they are. You know, mm-hmm. they don't change for nobody. They don't try to make me happy here or there. Like, if mm-hmm. something goes against their beliefs, they won't do it. Like, they do exactly what they, uh, they like, they stand up for what they believe in. Mm-hmm. Speaking of this, like, this obviously, like, this is a, this is a subjective thing. This is a personal thing. But... Uh, me, for example, I was in the workplace and I would talk to one of my coworkers and they'd say, you know, I'm not really religious, but if I was to see myself in a religion, it'd have to be in the religion of Islam. And I asked him, you know, why is this? And he was like, because every single Muslim that I've met, uh, they they actually practice their faith versus everyone else who doesn't really care. Like there must be something behind what they believe in or like what they believe in must be true because why why do they all have a drive to actually practice their faith? Why is the Quran the most recited scripture? You know, things like this. Mm-hmm. SubhanAllah. That's a good point because I remember when I used to train, uh, I, had a, I had a Christian friend and he like, he tried to get me to believe in Jesus. I was like, yo, uh, like I, we believe regardless, in Jesus. <laughs> yeah, regardless of like what you try to get me to do, like believing in Christianity, it's not going to work because, you know, my discipline to Islam is like it's way too strong. And he was like, you know, I admire that about you and all Muslims, like every Muslim I've ever met. You know, their discipline is so high. They're very like honorable. They have so much integrity within themselves. Like they're very proud of like uh, of what they are in their in their religion. It's like they don't care who they are as a person because what they are as a Muslim, like it shapes them as a person. And I was like, you're right. you know, you're right, because when I look at myself, I'm like. You know, I'm only a good person because I'm Muslim. <laughs> I know, and it, Muslim, sounds, it sounds I like it sounds like a, a little like cliche, but like, dude, I'm I'm a good Muslim. Why? Because I'm Muslim. But that jo- shows the truth within Islam. And then when you go to um, extremes like imitating the kufar, it dissolves that discipline. Mm-hmm. It dissolves like it dissolves like your Islam. And it's like you see that in the Hadith. Whoever imitates the people becomes one of them. Subhanallah. It, like yeah. it dissolves that. And let's let's talk about that. What does that even mean? Like whoever it's imitates the people becomes of them. Like, could you imagine you're wearing their clothes, you're wearing their chains, you're wearing 
like their symbols like you like you'll see a muslim on with a cross that like i'm not like no not like, even a cross a uh, common thing that i see is like you know the the blue evil eye yeah, thing that they think, like, they you'll think see it protects the you from evil eye but we as muslims we understand that protection comes from allah you know you read ayat al-kursi you you read you read surah al-falak surah al-nas you know things yeah. like this things make that your protect du'a. you away from yeah. from uh, evil eye and then it's like you're imitating these people and then like and then you you start hanging out with them every single second of the day you're, you're not and they're not praying so now you're not praying like what's separating you between you and them like what's the difference exactly. like what's the difference between you and them the bain rajli kufri wal shirk tarqu salah like between and this is the the rasul alayhi salatu wasalam he said this between a man and kufr and shirk is the abandonment of salah like mm-hmm. between us and the and the kufar is like is, is our prayer and you have your prayer like what what makes like what makes you a muslim like one, one of the biggest things is like we as muslims we understand the fact that the prayer is not just the whole faith like mm-hmm. yeah. you it's in islam it is also the, based on the way that you treat others and uh being a good person overall because look you might have a person he's praying five times a day but he's so he's so uh he's so bad to their family members and mm-hmm. like this this all right here goes goes against islam you can't you know these people like their deeds will be profitless like it's like when the people will come on the day of judgment they'll come with mountains of good deeds but yet they used to backbite this person they used to slander this person they weren't mm-hmm. they weren't a good person to their family members and all those deeds will all just vanish it'll this, all be for nothing this is something which is overlooked so big in islam they think like islam is not just limited to its five pillars but the five pillars are what hold up the rest of the things like of course your character is such a big like one of the reason like in a hadith, like one of the reasons why a lot of people will go to the jahannam is because of what? What, what, what they, they say and their private parts. Like, what does that have to do with Allah? Exactly. exactly. See, but like also, even so, like um, in Surah Muddathir, it's like, salakakum fi what has landed you in hell? It also, they also say their prayer. They used to hang around, but what is it? Like, bro, they used to hang around with those who indulged in falsehood. Mm-hmm. They used to hang, those were, those were the companions. Of them. Like, do you want, like in this life, do you want your companions to be those who, like disobey Allah in every single metric? Is that the people you want to be around? Do Is that the people enter, you want to be like? Yeah. Do you want to enter Jannah without any of your friends? Exactly. So far, right. Here's the thing. Like we have, we have all these worldly desires, right? But like none of these are, are worth the hereafter because we have to understand, right? We're, we're in the year 2023 right now. Mm-hmm. hundred years from now, we'll be in the year 2,123. 99.9% of the people that are living right now will all be dead. Mm-hmm. Will it matter how much art they drew? Will it matter how much music they listened to? Will it matter how much money we made? Will it matter what car I drove? No, none of these things will matter because ultimately we all have the same fate. We'll all be in the graveyard. We'll all be questioned. We'll all have, you know, our final destination that we go to. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, these are things to keep in mind, you know, and that includes obviously your friends that you hang around with. Like these people are going to be temporary, right? But mm-hmm. obviously your Muslim friends, they won't be because these these can be your your your, your righteous companions, companions in, in paradise. Yeah. Like imagine, is that the are those the people you want to imitate? Is that what you want to be a people pleaser? Like I, I know like everyone has heard this. Like, why would you want to please the creation when you can please the creator? Like, but I want you to put this in perspective. What happens when your so and so like is gone? Of course. What is? Are you now like not gonna try your best? Like, like, are you not gonna put on the best f- performance? Like, but when you're doing it for Allah, your best performance is always on. And here's the thing, like, I, I can relate to this because before, you know, before I, I really started indulging in my religion, I, I used to be trying to be a people pleaser. I used to try to make every single person happy. But the thing is, I have to understand, you can't make everybody happy, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. People are gonna hate on you either way. You do something good, people are gonna say it's insincere. You do something bad, people are gonna hate on you for it. They're gonna use that against you. Like it'll it'll never be enough for these people. But it's always mm-hmm. enough for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Like Allah loves that. Like you know, something that you do often, something that Consistent. you do consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes oh. Uh, that's something that that I just thought of is like where you try to please people and you know it's never enough for them. And one thing I thought of was, you know, 
I used to have even Muslim friends that, you know, they'd look at me if I was being too religious. And I'm like, yo, what? Like, I can't be religious around my non-Muslim friends. I can't be religious around my Muslim friends. Like, what is it? What is it with these people? Like, who am I supposed to be around y'all? Like, that's that's where you have to just cut these people off. And like, I remember someone asked me a question. They were like, you know, what if you're hanging around Muslims and you're, you know, you're like giving them da'wah or something like that. Or you're telling them something like that they do is haram. And then they'd be like, oh, so when did you become a sheikh all of a sudden? I'm like, yo, I'm not going to talk to them no more. You know, if they don't want my advice, if they don't want my help, if they're not going to take, you know, the the guidance that, you know, I've been given by Allah and allow me to, like, spread it towards them, then I'm not going to be around them. Like, or who, what am I supposed to or do? Like, so, like, gonna... what are you, like, what is your goal in there? Why are you mocking me? Like, yeah, exactly. like, when it comes to these people, you have to understand, like, if you don't want to practice Islam, Allah will replace you with somebody better. There are there are people out there who are willing to who are willing to become Muslim and they become the best of Muslims. Like look for example, I love seeing revert Muslims because they they take their religion more seriously than most Muslims who are born Muslim. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's crazy because you have to understand these people they actually had to research Islam. They know Allah because they sat there and they had to learn about Allah. But you who was born up Muslim, you know, you know some things, but at the same time, you are lacking a lot of knowledge and a lot of things. And this is what causes you to doubt in your religion. This is what causes you to- To you mock know, other people. To mock other people like, for, for, for learning something. Like if you, know, if you knew stuff about the religion, you know mocking has no place. Mocking has no place. Allah, Allah is the most kind. Allah is the most merciful and he is the most just. You, imagine you go and slander someone and like, and you know, you know, the difference between slander and like a backbiting, like backbiting, yeah, like slander, like they didn't even like they, uh, they didn't even they, actually they didn't even do it, do, actually do it and, and you're just saying that you're like, what if Allah makes you you and go and do that thing? Allah is the most merciful. Allah is the most just. And like, if you had any knowledge about religion and like who we worship, he is also you know you would also know he's severe in punishment, but he's also like great in reward. Here, here's Allah. a frequently asked question by a lot of uh, a lot of people, Muslims and non-Muslims: What will happen to the good people? You know the the so-called good people on on the day of judgment who 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 necessarily want Muslims, right? Mm-hmm. And the the way I sit here and and try to explain it is, if you're not doing something for the sake of God, why do I expect expect a reward from God? So, for example, people might do things that are good, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily like they're actually doing it for the sake of God. Because, for example, people do good deeds so that they can seen as be seen as good, mm-hmm. or people just and do things dangerous. so that they can feel good. Yeah. But is that really sincere? No. Like. When we talk about actually doing things for the sake of God, I, I see the reward in, in what God is going to give me. And that's why these people will have a reward in the hereafter. Well, but at the same time, Allah is the most merciful. So he will reward these people for, let's say, things in the dunya. So, for example, if a, if a kafir, he gives, he gives charity, Allah might increase them in wealth. Mm-hmm. But in but the, the hereafter, they we, won't have anything because see, they, they didn't yeah. work for it. We see in the, like, the Quran, like in the hereafter, they will have no share. They will have no share. Of because what they, they didn't work tell for them, it. Yeah. Tell them about you know, the first couple people to enter Jahannam. Yeah, even uh-huh. the first couple of people want to enter, enter Jahannam. Hellfire. And this is the Muslim belief. This is Wait, well, we'll be a shaheed. We'll be a, a hafiz. A martyr. A martyr. And, um, what is a, it? A knowledge, a alam. alam. And yeah. a scholar. Yeah. No, no, it's, uh, not, it's not a hafiz. It's a, it's a shaheed, like a martyr. Uh-huh. One who gave it in the, like, in the cause of Allah. Oh, like yeah, charity. Yeah, the one who gave and then, a charity. And then it's going to be an alam. Because an, these uh, people, scholar. what was their issue? They didn't do it for the, the right the, reason. For the sake they of Allah. They didn't do it for the sake of Allah. So the shaheed died because... He wanted to be seen as a as a hero, you know, someone who just died. And like he's, um, he wanted to be seen. He, as was, a hero, he wasn't yeah. dying for the cause of Allah. He was dying to be seen as a hero. Yeah. The uh, uh, same thing for the the one who was giving charity. He uh, he gave out charity to be seen as someone who's very generous, not to uh, not to be saying like this wealth is not mine. This is the wealth of Allah, and Allah is deserving of this wealth, and I'm going to give it in His cause. Same thing for the alim. He withheld the knowledge. One of the worst things you could do is withhold knowledge. Or he was—he wanted to be seen as someone who was, 
or okay. yeah, seen he, seen he, as someone who's very uh, very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, look at him; he's very knowledgeable. But if you were to go to him, and, he's and not going to give you the knowledge. All three of their all three of their settlements will be what? They will be the hellfire. Why? Because they didn't do it for the sake of God, and that's ultimately like in an amalu bin Like indeed, the doings is with the intention. And like I said, if you're not doing things for the sake of God, why am I why am I expecting a reward from him? Subhanallah. Yeah, that's that's so true. That's so true. Why would I expect like? Man, yeah, when it comes to Allah Subhanahu wa there's nothing you can expect from him because he's your creator. You're not his creator. You have no power over him. So, regardless, like if you do stuff for the sake of Allah, still don't expect the reward because you're. Do- this is just for the sake of Allah. You mm-hmm. seek the reward, you will seek the reward, but you don't expect it. You know, there's a difference between that. Expecting it means, oh, I'm gonna do like, like, like you're, like like you're demanding it from him. Like, when you're, yeah, like, when your parents tell you, oh, like um, if you get an A on your on your test, they're gonna give you like a prize or something. So now you only get an A on your test because you're getting the prize, not because getting a good grade is like is good for you. Like that's gonna be beneficial to you. You're doing it because your parents gave you mm-hmm. an incentive, yeah. gave you uh, gave you like um, what's it called, a promise for a reward. You know, Allah's promise is true, and He will reward. It's you. like it's like only praying. Like the, the, that's a good parable. That's like that you bring. It's like only praying in this world um, when you're poor, and then once you get money, you stop praying. Why? Because like you only pray you for what the you incentive. Want. You got yeah. what you wanted. Exactly. Like you're not. Like, but like like tasting true faith is like like. The tranquility within your heart, like you know, man, you know everything on this earth. Like this is just something. Now this is something every human being can reflect on. Who has who has a sane mind? Like that everything will come to an end, and like this is just common knowledge. Everyone knows this. Well, well think about, think about it real quick. Like, those this is like remember the Quran is like is for those who reflect. Yeah. The, the the Muslims are the reflectors. They reflect upon their own life. They think about death a lot, and like you know something something overlooked is like going to the graveyard a lot looking at you where your settlement will be think will be for without a doubt of, i mean like i said <laughs> you know look 100 years from now we'll be in 2123 a lot everyone that's watching this podcast video will be dead like possibly yeah. possibly yeah. yes like um what's it called think about the the poor people not or the less fortunate i'll say think about the less fortunate how many times do you see them questioning allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like they're the ones. Most of the times, those will be the people, like the less fortunate people who are going through calamities, should be the ones who are seeking Allah's help the most. But then, when you're good off, when things are going well in your life, like when your wealth is taken care of, when you're having fun in life, like you know everything is going good, it's so much easier to stray away from the path of Allah. You know you can stray away in both times, but when like when you're working your way up, you know you'll seek Allah's help even more. But once you once you're already at the top. You know, it seems like Allah's help is not no longer needed. Dude, look what happened to Karun. Exactly. Like, he's a perfect example of that him. up. Mm-hmm. Like he worked his way up. He was good. He had very good recitation of the Torah. Like this, this was someone who this is a relative of Musa alayhi salam. Like, mm-hmm. look how honored he is being part of the family of Musa alayhi salam already. And then as soon as he gets to the top, you know, he starts to think that everything is from himself. You know, mm-hmm. life is going good for him, even though he's not worshiping Allah. So he thinks it's because of himself. Mm-hmm. And then, so Allah, then Allah destroys him. Yeah. Think about the way Allah will destroy you. And Allah may not make the earth swallow you, but it'll be even worse for you on the day of judgment because you know stories like this. See, Karun, Karun was arrogant to those stories that like he were didn't know. Up- he didn't know about them. He was oblivious to these stories. Why? Because he was the example. Yeah. Like before him, like, there like were, there were Allah provided had, you yeah. with this example. Exactly. He showed you, reason. He showed you the people before him out of mercy, out of mercy. So you do not end up like this. And then people will be arrogant. People will be ignorant to this. And they'll say that it's from themselves when truly it was from, it was from God. Like, and that's the reality. And nowadays you got people who are trying to please the kuffar. Like I see, I see it all over social media nowadays. Since my like my social media is filled with like all these Islamic videos, you know, 
the biggest argument between non-Muslims and Muslims is the age of Aisha radiallahu anha, right? Mm -hmm. So then you have you have even our own Muslims saying, oh no, she wasn't seven or she wasn't six to nine. She was between 17 and 19. And I'm like, brother, she she said it herself how old she was. And before you, before you say anything, to say that her she was off by her age by even 10 years is even crazier. Like you could say, oh, maybe she was between 10 and 11 or 12 or something like that. But to say that she's, <laughs> she was off by 10 years, saying she was 17 to and 19. Just, and just an attempt to what? And an attempt and to, an just attempt to, to, to appease them. But the, rather instead you should gain, like have some knowledge. The point being is from that, this, whatever they may, that doesn't disprove Islam in any way, shape or form. And that's mm -hmm. what you have to understand from it. Yeah, the, the whole point of them doing it is obviously to cast doubt into your heart. Exactly. And the shaitan, he, he, he builds on top of that. You know, he'll sit there, he'll have you questioning by today. You can't judge people by today's standards standards that you know the people of back then right because it's it's, it's just not the same mm -hmm. and that's why obviously we you know we have the, the we have these universal principles in islam and when we look at these people when we look at uh faiths outside of uh, outside of islam a lot of the issues they like to speak about they have no place to talk because either it can be found in their scripture or it doesn't go against it so mm -hmm. for example if a christian comes to you with the example of the age of aisha where's the age of, con of the consent in the bible or for example, when it comes to the atheists, their morality is always subject to change. You know, they, they sit here, they try to give all these logical reasons and Islam, you know, mm. Islam provides you the logical reason. Yes. Wow. Well, see, that's one thing to understand. The discipline of a Muslim also falls like within our morality. Our morality doesn't change. It's not subject to change with the times. It's not subject to change because of the way we feel. Like that's one thing about Islam. Islam does not change no matter what. Mm -hmm. And see, even these other faiths outside of Islam, regardless of who they are, atheist, Christian, Jew, like, their morality is still subject to, to change because, you know, their scriptures don't speak about it. You know, for us, we understand exactly what we are told because Allah said it. See, if someone were to ask, oh, would you do such and such if it was said in the Quran? Yeah, Allah said it. Like, what do you want me to do? But these other people, they will have doubts. They will say, no. I'm like, like where's your faith? Yeah, it's like, where's your faith now? And here, here's the thing, though. Not everything, not everything will make 100% sense to us right away and that, that's okay because a lot we don't believe in a god with only two attributes we don't believe in a god who's all powerful and just all good we believe in a god with many different attributes for example we be, we believe allah is al-hakim the he's wise. the most wise. Mm -hmm. He knows what is better for us. So when he tells us to do something and we don't understand exactly why, we should, we submit to that because we as Muslims, Samitna wa Atatna, like we, yeah, we, we listen and we obey. I was thinking about that. Samitna so when, when, it, when it comes to that, you know, we might not fully understand, but we submit completely to it because we understand that this is the truth. This is from God. Like mm -hmm. it, it's these same people, you would ask them a question like, if God was to show his face right now, would you submit to what he says? And they'll say, yes. Okay, and we have what God said right here, and right in front of us. It reminds me like in Surah Baqarah, it says, Allah does not go... Like he does not shy from using parables, examples, like even of like a mosquito or a gnat. Or smaller and, than it. Or smaller than it. And then, the, but the believers, they'll what? They'll notice it is the truth from the Lord. Why? Of course. So they'll listen to it. And then what do the disbelievers say? They'll say, what did Allah intend by this parable? By it, he, 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 he guides many and many he misleads, but he only misleads, misleads. those who are rebellious. Yeah. So the people who, are, who, who want to be rebellious, Allah is not going to guide these people, but the yeah. sincere people, Allah will guide these people. That is the promise of Allah. And Allah's law, the people who are sincere, who are actually seeking the truth, Allah will guide this person. There is no question about it. These mm -hmm. people will be guided because they are sincere. That is the promise of Allah. Mm -hmm. Well, that is so crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly, but like Allah addresses every single person, every single like, type every, of point. Like Islam has yeah. the Islam has the answer to all your to all your problems. Islam has the answer to you know all your questions, all your doubts. Yeah, I've seen I've seen something where 
um, an atheist was like, okay, why, if, if God was so loving, if God was so caring and all this, why would he allow famine? Why would he allow sickness, disease, death, all this? And the one thing that I saw someone ask was, why would humans do it? Mm -hmm. You know, God allowed it, but humans did it. Humans have the free will to do it. SubhanAllah. And, you know, and even so, dude. People, some people believe in predestiny. Crazy, well, look, that's yeah. crazy. Some people believe in predestiny, right? Uh -huh. That like everything has already been yeah, yeah. said to do. But see, the thing, the problem with predestiny is that people think that they have no choice in what they do. Meaning, mm -hmm. just because Allah knows what we're, what we're gonna do, mm -hmm. we of think course. he, uh, you think we have no choice. And an example to and, to like to provide for this is like yeah. watching a boxing match. Like rewatching about you already know who's gonna win, but do you have any influence on what's gonna happen? No, no, of course okay. not. But you have the knowledge. You have the you knowledge. Have the yeah, knowledge. exactly. And free, uh, we we truly do have free will. Some people like the atheists will come to with arguments like, uh, like, how, why did God allow this? That, that one thing that I always think about, like when it comes to like like bad things happening to even like believers or to non-believers, like if bad things never happen to us, we will never meet Allah's standard. And like I said. This, this goes back to what I just said like it's a couple minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Why do you believe that we believe in a God with only two attributes? To be all powerful and all good. We believe in a God with many attributes and one of them being the most wise. So to sit here and this is all a part of our faith. When we understand that this life is a test, when we fully understand who God is and mm -hmm. what our purpose is here, then we understand we have the answer to why is there sickness? Why is there disease? Why is there death and children and all of these things? And you as an atheist, why do you, ha why do you even have a problem with it? You know, it, yeah, you it, believe it's natural. You, 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 <laughs> you believe, believe it's natural. If me and this microphone, we have we, we share the same value. So if I was to destroy this microphone or if I was to blow myself up right now, it it, it carry the same weight. Yeah, subhanAllah. But we as like, Muslims, we say no. Me as a human being, I have I have the value that this microphone doesn't have. Mm -hmm. The, the exactly. thing is sentient. It's it's to distinguish between the believer and the non-believer, the transgressor and the uh, the doer mm -hmm. of good. You know why? Because you and I are just the same. So if you choose to disbelieve, that's purely upon you. If I choose to do good and obey Allah, that's purely upon me. So then on the day of judgment, I will be uh, like, Recompen I will be repaid for, for my doing. Look, 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 you know, you know how shifted what you just said was? Look, me and you are just the same. Look at the equality in Islam. We are just the same, except in what? Except in belief and consciousness of Allah. What that? What, what are you? And take a trip back to a couple episodes back. What did we say in the Prophet Salam's last sermon? All, of, all the children of Adam are the same, except those who are God conscious. And We're all on like on the same plane, except those who are God, nothing differentiated, yeah, no like wealth, deeds. no color, yeah. no no nothing, except in good deeds and God consciousness. You have, to, you have to understand, it's not a coincidence that Islam's that uh, Muslim majority countries that their crime rates are at an all time low or the divorce rate at is an all time low versus here in the West. It's not a coincidence, or it's not a coincidence the fact that Islam is the most racially diverse religion. The, the, all of these things are not a coincidence. Islam mm -hmm. is very very fair in 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 what it has to offer. You know, like, for example, we don't have the concept of racism because we understand uh, the fact that my race, I can't control that or I don't control the family that I was born into. But what I do control is what I decide to believe in. Mm -hmm. So if I decide to believe in falsehood, that is purely upon me. And if I decide to believe in truth, that is purely upon me. And that's me. what you will be judged upon. Like, that's Allah is a hakeem. Like, subhanAllah, man, that's crazy. You know, one thing I want to touch up on is also like. With, with imitating the kuffar is normalizing the haram. Normalizing the haram that the kuffar do, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So one the, one of the things I want to touch up on is, you know, our appearance. Our appearance as Muslims, you know. What, what's one of the reasons why, you know, we're told as Muslims to either... For men, you know, you're told to go to the masjid. You know, mm -hmm. like, you know, that that's obligatory for men, you know, at certain times. Especially for Jummah. Like, you're supposed to go to the... Mm -hmm. Go to the masjid for Jummah, but then for women, you're supposed to be wearing the hijab. Why? So that people may know you as a Muslim. 
you know, they might, if they, like, usually a lot of people don't know, if they look at someone, they'll be able to tell, like, what they are. If if you look at someone wearing a hijab, wearing an abaya or something in public, you'll be like, yeah, they're probably Muslim. No, even so. I'm, I'm, I don't want to throw you guys under the bus. Muslim men, grow your beards. This is a commandment from the Rasul, alayhi salatu Why are you saying that right now, man? <laughs> I'm just, you got jokes, huh? Look, yeah, bro, it's just, it's just for the it's just got for jokes. The mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing I want to say to the sisters out there is beware of tabaruj. Oh, you guys know what that is, of course, right? Yeah. So tabaruj, you know, you know, beautifying yourself, even if you're wearing hijab, you know, like don't be like someone who in Ramadan they only get hunger and thirst out of Ramadan. Don't be someone who you only get the fact that your hair is covered during, uh, while wearing hijab. The fact that you're not feeling modest in front of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, that you're not. You're not satisfied enough with your appearance and covering for the sake of Allah that you have to beautify yourself while you're trying to cover up. Like there's a contradiction in that. You can't do. You can't and try also, to beautify yourself while also trying to cover yourself up. You're supposed to be concealing your beauty. And don't let it be the first time that you're covered up is when you're in the grave. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's it's and brothers like don't let them really don't think let, about. And also for the brothers, don't let the first time you cover your eyes be when you're in the grave. Subhanallah. Yeah, don't let the first time your eyes are. Your gaze is lowered by the when your eyes are closed at the time of your yeah, death, bro. Like, see, the, uh, that's that's one thing that's uh, normalized in our in also our nor- normalizing the, the use of bad language. Yeah, that's that's one thing. Wallah, man. Like, like ya ayyuhaladina amanu qulu qawlan sadida. Yeah, like that. Subhanallah. Like, look at that. Like, translate the verse. I don't have to direct. Oh, oh, you who believe use like good speech, um, con- like eloquent speech, right? Mm-hmm. And then like he will forgive you. He will forgive, yeah, forgive you, you for like for your sins. Sin, Subhanallah. Just from from what from using good speech, having like the Muslim is not because a man like, who speaks like what what are we outrageous? What do we talk about in the beginning of this? Islam is not just about your your salah and your zakah. No, it's also about your character. Mm-hmm. And you know when we say cleanliness is half of our faith, it's not just okay doing wudu and take and doing ghusl and taking a shower. No, it's also the way. You know, the way clean you speak, yeah. it's 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 clean speech, clean attitude, you know, things like that. This is this is this is what it means to be half your faith. You know, it, it's 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 de- it's a lot deeper than you think. Islam is simple, but it's very deep. Yeah, and yeah. you might think it's little things, but those little things do not go unnoticed by Allah. But listen, a lot of the people, it, like a lot of notices, bro. Wudu and ghusl, those are that's that's physical cleanliness, keeping your body clean on the outside. But what's you know the internal cleanliness? That's your you know your connection with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. You know your good speech, your character. You know being a good uh, being a good Muslim. To you know, those around you, mm-hmm. praying, making du'a, making istighfar, you know, doing tawbah. These types of things, these things will cl- uh, cleanse your heart. These things will cleanse your, everything else. You know, you're doing wulu, cleansing the physical part of your body, but mm-hmm. the spiritual part of yourself, the mental part of yourself. That's with your acts of worship, mm-hmm. and acts mm-hmm. of worship come with you having a good character, you giving a good speech, just like you said. Allah will forgive your uh, your sins, right? Mm-hmm. That's an act of worship. If Allah's forgiving you, what like? <laughs> And it, that's the thing we have to understand we're not just physical beings we have the physical we have the we have the mental and spiritual side of it as well you know it's not just about okay doing well doing getting clean it's, exactly. it's a very good example right here or another thing i want to touch upon is the fact that you have muslims out here or even non-muslims who want to become muslim and they're, they're, they're fearful of the fact that they say that everything is haram no not everything is haram we just live in a society where you know everything is normalized to be normalized to be halal and the problem with that is Allah has provided for you so many different things and he's only made it a limited amount of things, you know, haram. Like, for example, sexual relations. Like, it's it's not 
sex is not haram, but it's within limits. Mm -hmm. You know, don't transgress the limits. Or for example, eating. Eating is not haram, but it's overeating. It's it's things like that. These are boundaries set because if these boundaries were set, you as a human being, you would set your own boundaries and we'd be lost. Yeah, exactly. And then like, don't forget your portions from portion from this life. Portion of what? Your portion of your wealth. Go out and work. But what? When you let your work get in the way of your prayer, like what the, what is wrong with you? There you go. When you you, when you draw you, the line. Yeah, you draw the line. Like go go out and eat all the from any meats that you choose from. You just can't eat pig. Look how merciful our Lord is. You eat from anywhere. Eat from the the sea. Eat from, but don't eat don't eat pig. Don't eat raw raw meat. And, like stuff like this. And here's the thing: whoever leaves something for the sake of Allah, Allah will replace it with something the better. better. Yes. And the thing is with that: whoever leaves music, Allah has replaced it for you with the Quran. Or if if, if, yeah. if you stop eating pork, you know Allah has replaced it for you with turkey, uh, chicken, with whatever it may be. Yeah, like look how merciful Allah is. All the drinks are are made halal except the one that intoxicate. Look how merciful Allah look, is. Look at the way Allah punishes people who transgress. Though, like look at these non-believers who think you know, uh, who say things like alcohol is halal. You know, they they can't have a handle on themselves. You know, and it intoxicates themselves to a point where they they can't have, no have a handle. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they don't even know right now. They're, they're they're impaired for for a certain amount of time. Also, look at how many alcoholics there are in America. Look how many of these alcoholics have you know abused their homes. Have abused their their families. Most cases of incest happen while being intoxicated under alcohol. Yeah, think think know. about these. Like, it's not on, it's not a coincidence. Exactly, these are the actions of you people. Stop yeah. stop thinking everything here is a uh, is a coincidence. Like like I said, yeah. it's not a coincidence that these Muslims out here that they, they're the people to get less the, the least drunk or they, they're the people to they're the people uh, to commit the least amount of crime. It's not a coincidence. There's a there's a there's a reason behind it. Yeah, bro, I've never met a Muslim with an STD. Crazy. I mean, but I'm saying, even yeah. if you did, it's yeah. not. It's not the same. It's not the same yeah. as here. Yeah. Like, or even when we talk about our salah, we pray five times a day. Does that mean that all your problems are going to disappear? No, but they will become less. Yeah. That's the thing. This world is not perfect. Even if we pray all our prayers, we give all our zakat, we 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 abstain with sin as much as we can. This world is still not yeah. perfect. Don't, if this world was perfect and we were actually and it was supposed to be perfect, then what's the point of the hereafter? What's the point of jannah? Yeah, what's exactly. the point of enjoying then? This life will still be filled with hardship and calamities. Yeah. What would you? Why? Why would you expect perfection from this world? And the and it's and it's those hardship and those calamities that make jannah worthwhile. Of course, because yeah. how else can you enjoy? Oh. How can you enjoy goodness if you don't see the bad? And that's, that's what these so-called atheists fail, fail to understand. They say, why did all these bad things happen? How can you enjoy the good if the bad didn't happen? Yeah, exactly. And, or, and if all you look at is the bad, that's all you see. And here's that's the thing. When it comes to someone, I, I like to bring up this example because it's very true. And people who deny this are just, uh, just being ignorant. If you look at someone who, who, who grew up rich and, they, and they're still rich as an adult, Versus someone who grew up very poor and they, they struggled and then they, then they became rich. Who's going to appreciate it more? Obviously, the person who struggled, yeah. like they, they see more goodness in it. They're more grateful to it now. They're more happy with it. They mm -hmm. appreciate it more. That's, that's a great way to close this out. You know, understanding that you as a Muslim, you know, you'll appreciate like the hereafter more, a lot more when, you know, you could understand what you had to go through to get here. Because if everything was easy, it's not going to feel like you won the race for real. It's going to feel like, like it's not. It's like it's like winning a race without having to do any training or without oh, any competition. Yeah, exactly. There's no competition. It's just like where, where's the fun in it now? <laughs> exactly. It's it's like if there wasn't a little bit of hardship, if there wasn't a test for you to you know have to pass, you know, a way for you to turn back to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and what what are you supposed to do? Like, how are you supposed to enjoy yourself? How are you supposed to find peace in the fact that you made it to Jannah with no test? And one more example is just like I I I, I I've seen like a lot of entrepreneurs. They talk about this. They say. It's not the fact that once they reached the level of success that they wanted, that, 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 that's, that's, that was the best part. The best part was the journey. 
for them mm-hmm. because it's it's like that's where you learn the most or for example being the student always is the best part because you as a student you oh you're always elevating but if you're the master you know you, you have nowhere piece, else to yeah. go but down but yeah. you as a student you're always going up you're always uh it's it's the best it's the best part about it it's the best feeling when you're sitting there constantly learning and going up and up and up in your ranks here's my mm-hmm. here's the last point like a lot likes to speak about certain people in the Quran, like, oh, is this person like this person? So think about think about this as like the, the closing statement. Is the one who makes it to Jannah without a test like the one who had to struggle to make it to Jannah? No. Of course not. The one who had to struggle is a lot stronger than the one who didn't struggle because Allah puts a test upon those he loves and the people who can go through the test, turning back to Allah and make and still make it to Jannah. Allah think about how strong they are. Think about the strength that they had to be able to to rely solely upon Allah. But see, then this other person who didn't have a test, who still who still made it to Jannah. Yeah, that's cool. But the rank, your ranks are not going to be the same. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You know, the one who had to struggle uh, will have yeah, it a lot know. better than the one who didn't struggle. Mm-hmm. Of course. And Allah will repay. And the evidence exactly. for this is Allah will repay every soul. With like with repay with every soul, just like as simple as that. recompense for what they did. Yeah, exactly. And then I just have one final statement for like all just just for all the Muslims. The Rasul Alayhi said in a hadith, whoever is not thankful for the little, he will not be thankful for the big. Like mm-hmm. he will not be thankful for the big things. So be thankful for what Allah has given you within Islam. Even if you're not like as consistent, like or in your prayers or like strong on your faith, be be thankful for what Allah has given you so that He may give you more from it. And then that, yeah. that's Allah. 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 You know, with that being said, I was going to close out this video talking about pleasing, appeasing the kuffar, imitating the kuffar, and normalizing haram. And you know, that being said, assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. We hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode. Make sure you guys like this video, share it with your friends and family. You never know whose life you could change by by sharing this video. And a quick reminder here from the Quran, do not forget your portion of, of this world. This is a reminder from the Quran Allah has told you here. So with that being said, assalamu alaikum warahmatullah wabarakatuh. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah wabarakatuh.